Welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church annual read. This year, we are reading Knowing God Through the Year by J.I. Packer. We hope that you'll be filled with fresh insight and joy as you spend time discovering more about our thrilling God. When we're going through baffling, confusing, or difficult situations, God tends to do his best work. I'm Justin, the online pastor here at Mariner's Church, and thank you for joining us for another episode of the Gospel Everyday Podcast. I was having a conversation with my son about the story of Jonah from the Old Testament. This is one of my favorite stories. And he was asking me, when he was thrown over the boat and swallowed by this big fish, is that God just giving up on him? I looked at him, I said, well, no, he's not giving up on him. He's like, well, you know, he's probably going to die. He's being eaten by a fish. And I said, well, remember, you know, remember Finding Nemo? Like they were in a big whale and they just did just fine. He's like, oh yeah, Dorian, Dorian, uh, Marlin did just fine. Now, let's switch back to the Bible. God provided this big fish to come and rescue him. He was thrown into these raging waters. He could have died. He could have drowned. He could have hit his head on the side of the boat and just floated to the bottom. This fish jumped up and rescued him. Now at the time, Maybe Jonah didn't feel like he was being rescued. He's like, oh my gosh, I'm in, the, I'm in a fish. Am I, what is going to happen to me? And in chapter three of the book of Jonah, he's actually on his knees praying to God. And here's the thing, that when we go through hard times, it's, it's really easy for us to turn to God and, and count on him and ask him for help. It's very hard when, when we're going through good times. When we're going through good times, we tend to celebrate. When we go through difficult times, we tend to say, God, God, where are you? I need you. I need your help. Now, here's the thing. He, he has sufficient grace to help us through these difficult, trying, painful times. You know, just like Jonah was going through some difficult, painful times in the belly of a fish, we all go through difficult, painful times. And, and what I know you want to hear is, you know, God is with you. Okay, that's true. And it's all going to work out. Now, yes, that's also true. But what we have a hard time with is defining or maybe even accepting what it working out looks like. Because working out doesn't always mean solution. Sometimes it means that you're going to sit in this baffling, confusing, painful, difficult time, but that God's going to sit there right next to you. Now, are you okay with that? Now, really think about it, friends. If I told you that you were going to go through a painful, difficult, baffling, confusing time. It was going to be uncomfortable, undesirable, and that you were going to look back and all around and up and down and say, I want out of this. Whatever the this is for you and for your family or for the situation, the season you're in. And that the answer to that is, well, you know, I'm God, I'm going to be, I'm going to be with you. And you say, great. So things are going to get better then, right? And that the answer is, well, it may not get better the way I think you're hoping it gets better, but I'm going to be there with you in the pain and the difficulty and the baffling nature of things. You're not going to be alone, that my grace is sufficient for you and that you'll be able to get through this as difficult as it may be. Are we willing to accept that? Are we okay with that? Now, Paul was someone who definitely faced this. If you know the story of Paul, he became, you know, started his life as Saul, you know, a Jewish Pharisee, really. And, and through this road to Damascus moment, everything about his life changed. You know, if you ever heard the gospel being presented, 
as a road to Damascus moment for some people. That's what this is referencing. It's referencing the, the story of Saul becoming Paul, walking down a road, a big light shines and it's God's voice. You know, why are you persecuting me now? That's not a direct quote. I don't, I don't have the Bible open to that passage. But it's, it's this big moment and he's blinded and he's told to go to this, this town nearby and, and only there will his sight be restored. Like it is, it is a wild story. It's one of those, like I was living one way and then I literally turned 180 degrees and lived my life in a different direction. That's the road to Damascus moment. He walked down the road as Saul and became Paul. Now, a lot of you may identify with that story. Maybe you were into some really rough stuff, some sin, some bad mistakes, some bad living, just bad choices. And one day everything just shook for you and you changed everything. Now, here's the thing. Does that mean Paul's life was perfect after that? No, it does not. He was shipwrecked. He was beaten. He was left starved. He was imprisoned. He actually lists all of these things um, in one of the letters to one of the early churches, all the things that has happened to him. When situations come up that are baffling, difficult, struggling, we look at them and ask ourselves what reactions to them and in them the gospel of God requires from us. And second, by seeking God's faith specifically about them. So maybe in simpler terms, what would Jesus do in this situation? And have I brought this up to God yet and talked to him about it? You know, if, if when things happen, we're able to do these two simple things, things that we can, I mean, we could teach our kids these things. When difficult, painful, struggling, baffling things happen, what would Jesus do in this situation? Because I know what we would do. We would freak out, become emotional, become difficult, angry, maybe act out, freak out, take it out on someone. Um, you have to go apologize later because, oh, this thing happened. I'm just really upset. I'm sorry I took it out on you. I know what we would do. We'd you know, overthink it or underthink it. We would act like it's not even happening until it's all too late. Or we would just not take any responsibility at all and say, you know what? This is all going to blow over. I'm just, it's not my problem, actually, even if it really is. Then ask yourself, well, what would Jesus do if he was in this situation? If he was dealing with these people this struggle, these problems. And that's the joy of Jesus. We know that we can count on him because he has experienced the things that we are experiencing. Now, did he experience them in the exact same way? Friends, that is what keeps us from, from taking the fullness of the gospel into our life. Because if we're looking for the exact situation that Jesus dealt with and how it 100% aligns with us. And it's like, well, Jesus, you know, he, he was at this person's house, um, but, you know, their names were Mary and Martha and the person that I was at their house and their names were, were Abigail and, and, and Allison. So, you know, this, this situation is completely different. And it's like, no, 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 actually, uh, you know, you're looking for exact alignment, but what Jesus is trying to show you is, Hey, in these situations, this is how I deal with stuff in, and it's hope that you can generalize that and take that into other areas of your life and apply those lessons. And two, are you talking to God about the things that are happening? Not that he doesn't know, but that you are able to share them with him, with your honest, truthful, real perspective, how it's making you feel, how, how you, you're struggling through it, what your hopes would be. God, I hope you could remove this from me. Take this away from me. God, can you show up here and kind of just fix this all for me? Now, even though he may not literally come down you know, from heaven 
in the flesh and blood and, and just kind of work this whole thing out for you. Through his advocate, the Holy Spirit, he's there for you. He's with you to guide you and help you. Now, and here's the thing that's so important. You know, I observe this in my kids all the time. You know, I know when something happens, how typically they're going to react. But I don't run to them right off the bat and say, oh my gosh, I saw what happened. I bet you're really upset. I bet you're struggling. I bet you're, you're really angry right now. Actually, even though I know that that is what they might be dealing with, I wait for them to come to me. Because there's something we learn in being able to go to the Father and express yourself. If you can't express yourself to the Father, there is a problem in the relationship between you and the Father. And here's a tip. It's not the Father. So if you have an issue explaining what's happening to the Father, there's an issue with your relationship with the Father. So here's the deal. Every single person can visualize a situation in their life that they could say, what would Jesus do in this situation? How can I take this to the Father? I need to take it to him and, and so he knows how I feel. Not that he doesn't already know, but that there's something that is done healthy in our spiritual life when we come to the Father and verbalize how we feel, what we're going through, what we're thinking, what we're hoping for. Do that when you get a second. Pull out your phone and just, to, or you know, grab a piece of paper and a pen, jot something down. Jot down the situation you're in, the troubling, difficult, baffling, you know, frustrating situation. And then just jot out, what would Jesus do? And if you don't know, open your Bible and, and, and start reading some stuff. Try and figure it out. You, you hop on Google, search some words to see if you can connect with some themes that maybe will, you know, when Jesus dealt with something like this and that's kind of like what I'm dealing with and so what lessons can I learn? And, and have I shared this with the Father? Have I sat down in prayer, said, Heavenly Father, I know you're listening. There's something I want to say that I need to get off my chest. And then just talk. I love that you're listening. I love that you're here. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Gospel Everyday Podcast. Can't wait to see you tomorrow. We love you, Mariners Church. Have a good one. Thanks so much for making the Gospel Everyday Podcast an important part of your day. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't yet, and we'd love it if you could take a few moments to rate and review the podcast. Tune in tomorrow for brand new content. If you'd like more information about Mariner's Church, download the Mariner's app at your favorite app store or visit marinerschurch.org.